Welcome to CQ Blind Hands, your source for everything amateur-related, tutorials, radio reviews, and so much more. Come on in and stay a while. Welcome, everyone, to CQ Blind Hams Roundtable and Podcast. And uh, today, I've got my co-host with me, Julian. Good morning, Julian. Good morning. My name is Joel. My call sign is W0CAS, and Julian's call sign for everybody. N1CA, November 1, Charlie Alpha. Uh, all right. That means you're an extra class, I believe. Certainly am. All right. And that's good. Uh, we have several extra class uh, operators that help us out on the on the uh, podcast. we got Chris Miller, NE5 Lima, or no, Victor, NE5V, Bob, KLR. We've got uh, several uh, extras, and that's what this channel is about, training, helping out blind amateur radio operators learn to do what we do by ourselves. and uh today uh julian's going to help me out i'm a new clear note owner uh i got it last friday unboxed it plugged it in and started talking i was within five minutes of getting it out of the box i was talking with gina uh over in the uk and that just uh that's a uh, that's a compliment to Jerry and, and over, over the uh, No Adventures of what kind of product he puts out. And I mean, that's, that's free advertisement because I've got a Shari Node and I love my Shari Node, but the Clear Node, something out of the box, you can't beat it. Is that what you've come up with, Julian? Yeah, absolutely. When I was looking to get into All Star, I asked a lot of questions and quickly it became uh, clear to me that the Clear Node was the way to go in terms of something that was quick and easy, pretty much plug and play. Uh, I didn't have to learn a whole lot going into it, but it's nice that if, if I want to get more involved in it, I can, or eventually I can, uh, uh, you know, uh, venture to uh, other types of nodes that, that are a little bit more uh, uh, tinkery uh, friendly. So, <laughs> uh, But the clear node's a great way to start. What I really like about the process is that as soon as you buy it, he sends you an email and he gives you a questionnaire to fill out. And these are all the little, and you can put these in yourself or change them later in the app, which, by the way, is available on both iOS and Android and fully accessible with uh, each platform screen reader. So he really uh, made sure that uh, we're able to use this product, uh, even if you have no vision to do so. So it's it's great. But he asks you all these questions, and if you want him to put these all in there for you, he can. So that literally, when you take that note out of the box... You plug it in; it's ready to go. You know, he's if you've given him your Wi-Fi credentials, all your All-Star credentials that you need to put in there. You literally just take it out of the box, you plug it in, uh, let it boot up for a few minutes. The first time around, you you may have to wait, maybe even as long as fifteen minutes before it's all up and running, because there's a lot of registration with servers that has to go on behind the scenes but once it's done it's good to go one very good tip that i will give you right off the bat because i learned this myself the hard way is that he gives you this little stubby antenna and some people don't even realize it's an antenna because of a where it's placed and b just how it looks it's it's stuck to the power cord you know the power supply that you used to, to power the thing and it's taped on there and you look at it and you say what is this thing but then if you feel around the bottom you feel that it has a a uh, an SMA connector on there. So it's this little stubby antenna that in theory sounds great because you think, you know, it's a little low power node. I don't need to be uh, heard all over the place. But the problem is that does not radiate RF as efficiently. It keeps it too close to the uh, electronics in that node. And you get this beep in there with you. Uh, 
that and it, it was very discouraging to me when I first plugged it in because I'm hearing this on everybody. It's like, wait, I just paid all this money for this note and I get I have to hear this. <laughs> so I got on the air and said, hey, guys, uh, is it normal for my note to be sounding like this? And several people, I think, Joel, you were one of the people who uh, were involved in that conversation and sent me straight right off the bat. Get rid of that stubby thing and put a, an HT antenna or anything you got there whose connector will fit that node, put it on there, and it'll get better. And sure enough, it did. So, yeah, fortunately, with the GD77, we get an extra antenna in the box. We get a long antenna that you need to get you know, some distance, a gain, a little gain with it. Well, that's the antenna I used to put on my clear node when I got it right out of the box. I wanted to hear how bad it was first. Uh, so I did crank it up and, and try to communicate with it. And I'll, I'll see what Julian found out. That's, a, that's not a good antenna, but, it, you know, Jerry sends one out. So you'll have an antenna until you get a good antenna. And in all fairness, there are some people that use it and don't have that problem. So it might have to do also where you place the node. But I think to me, and again, this goes back to what you learn when you're studying to be a ham, is that you want to get that signal radiated as efficiently as possible so you don't have to run as high power. So that is always something that stuck with me. So I always try to find a way to get the signal out efficiently with as little power as possible. So it just makes sense to me that you want to put a little bit longer of an antenna on the thing. So I, uh, I now also use the radio that came, the extra one that came with the GD77, and it just works great. It does. And uh, I've heard, I don't know if it was Shari or Clear Node that sends out a ferrite bead or a, uh, is a ferrite core that they send out to wrap around the uh, power cord. But I did that also. I had a great big one. It was bigger than my thumb. And so I took the power cord, the micro USB power cord and wrapped it through twice and plugged it in and sometimes they say that you get a little rf uh, on that uh, off that power cord that, that can radiate into your antenna so i did that also and it sounds pretty good except for i have a little audio issue that uh, i was going to see if julian can help me with and uh my receive audio is is too hot it's a little too hot and uh i've been told that my transmit audio is a little low so i've got my app up uh, that's another great thing that ClearNode does. It provides a an iPhone app and an Android app to be able to make settings from the application so you don't have to SSH into the Raspberry Pi and make settings. So, uh, Julian, where do I go to uh, find my audio settings? Okay, so you want to be uh, open the app. You want to be on the page that has all the stats about your node, what, what you're connected to, what the ip addresses and all this stuff so, so I double tap uh, on wanna, my node number yes okay and then if you want to make this easy just scroll your screen up a few times because this is what you're looking for is toward the bottom okay i'm gonna all star setup is up or down um go all um let me see yeah so adjust try usb flicking. audio gain yeah you that's the one adjust usb audio gain so you okay. want to open that one from voip to voip so from VOIP means what's being sent to your radio. So if you find that it's that's two hundred, yeah. Okay, so you want to go ahead and turn take that down to one hundred. And the way that you do it is right when you flick past where it says the number, you'll notice that you have a decrement or increment buttons. So you want to hit the decrement button a few times. And, and then flick back to check to see what it's set to. You want to maybe bring that down to 100. That's where I have mine set. 190. 
Okay, so I want to go down yeah, so a little do, lower. Do it a few times. Yeah, I think every time you do it, it, it brings it down by ten. Is it increment or decrement? It's decrement. De- decrement. Yeah, because you're going down. So think of DEC like decrease. So I go one fifty maybe. I would take it down to 100. That's where I have mine set. Okay. And I also use a GD77. And to me, it sounds pretty good there. And if you find that it's too low, you can always go back in here and uh, and raise it. No problem. Okay. I'm at 100 on the, from VOIP. So so now... Two VOIPs. Then, yeah. Two VOIPs, the next one that you want to find. So you want to... It's 350. So, so it's at the 350. And you're saying that... Uh, you think that your transmit audio is too soft? Yeah, compared to my my Shari, they say the audio is so, a lot softer, uh, a little low. Yeah, well, what, and I've to, heard that from more than two people. I'll have to talk to you on the air. I want to hear this for myself because okay. I find I'll leave that it there in, now that I know where to find it. In in general, I think three fifty is way too hot for most cases, and. I know that there are fans out there of the loud, booming audio, but we have to keep a few things in mind. Number one, we're not working pileups on 20 meters here. <laughs> we're talking on clear FM. We're talking most likely to a node that's within feet of where we're located. And it's all going over the internet that there should be no noise that you're having to try to get over. But by leaving it that high, you're actually in some cases bringing in noise with you because that's making the microphone, it's making it hear things. I, I kid you not, I can hear oftentimes what people are watching on TV and the conversations that are going on in the background, completely unrelated to the QSO that the person is having. So I, myself, I'm a big, I'm, I'm a big proponent of you want clean sounding audio the the goal is to be heard and understood by the people who you are talking to on the radio on the other side of this thing who are more than likely themselves also listening to you on a little uh, speaker that's not the best quality speaker so it's not going to catch all this bass and treble and all this you know nuance to voices you know you just want clean audio so i find that when your audio is too hot more often than not, you're bringing in noise with you, which uh, it defeats, you know, it, it hurts the, the conversation. So for me, I recommend bringing this setting to at least 200 or maybe even Ooh, less, depending. Okay. You know, also some people have a louder voice, you know, right. some people talk closer to the radio. One thing you might want to do on your GD77, go into the uh, FM mic gain. And if you have it set at zero, which is what the default is, turn it to five. That's what I did with mine. And My that game. may very well help your situation. Does that vary by channel? Uh, and that may be the problem. <clears throat> is the mic gain on the GD77 by channel, or is it, a, is it overall mic gain for the whole radio? I believe it's overall, but I know that they've also added some stuff now where you can make changes that apply specifically to channel. But I think if you have it set to master on anything like that, it means that it's whatever the master setting for the radio is. Oh, okay. Uh, another tip... Uh, that you, you might want to check is on your analog channel. Did you set it for 25 kilohertz, uh, you know, 25 KC wide, or do you have it set at 12 and a half? Cause if you have it set at 12 and a half, that's narrower and that will also uh, lower the volume. That so, makes sense. I'll check that out in my code plug. Okay. All right. Let me lower this uh, or two VOIP. We're going from, well, for right now, I would say VOIP, leave your, yeah. Yeah. So two VOIP, I, I think for right now, I would leave yours as it is because you want to diagnose this low audio problem right, you're having. Right. So yeah. do the other things I suggested first. And if you're still getting low audio reports, then I guess your situation's a little uh, unique. 
but most of the time, 350 is way too hot. I, recommend, too hot. Okay. I recommend at the very least, uh, at, at the at minimum, at least 200. And I think uh, you'll get rid of a lot of that background noise. One thing I'll also add is if you're going to want to play with the DMR bridging capability that's now available in the clear node, you also don't want to have your two VOIP too hot because that's just going to distort on the other end. I did a lot of testing with this when it came out. And that is why I ultimately lowered my miking level significantly because I kept being told it was way too hot on the DMR side. So for me, 100 seemed to satisfy that. And it didn't seem to hurt my transmit audio too badly on oh, the yeah, uh, analog yeah. side. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a, uh, I know it's, it's available a lot. And for somebody that's just coming into the digital analog, uh, side of, you know, with DMR, if, uh, clear node, or a hotspot is your two choices. I would go with a clear node. That way you wouldn't have to have a hotspot. So you, you could get to DMR through the clear node, but I've got three hotspots. So I probably won't use the clear node as a, as a digital uh, bridge. So I, I'm not going to worry too much about the digital bridge. But for a new person that's uh, just getting into all this stuff, it would make sense for them to buy two uh, hotspot and a clear node. I would just recommend a clear note and then maybe work, work on the digital bridge and uh, getting it, getting through DMR that way, wouldn't you? Or would you? Yeah, I, I would say so. But if you're like me and you started out with DMR and that's how you discovered things like the Blind Hams Bridge, uh, one of the reasons why I ultimately got curious about All-Star is because of the difference in audio that I would hear. A lot of the guys that I would talk to there were on All-Star, and I'm listening on DMR, and a lot of it sounded kind of distorted, a little funny sound. It just didn't sound that same crisp, clear DMR sound that you get when you're talking to somebody natively who's also on DMR. So just remember that if you started out that way, uh, when you're doing this, going back, back the other way in a sense, you're going to sound to the other person like the uh, all-star guy sounded to you when you were listening first on DMR. So to me, it's a, it's a neat little toy. I, I, I'm glad they put it in there because it, it, if all else fails and you only can take one node with you and you want to do an occasional DMR contact, it'll, it'll get the job done. But if you're serious about talking on DMR regularly, it really makes much more sense to use a hotspot that's native to the mode that you want to work. Yeah, it does. And that's what's what I said. I don't, I've got three hot spots. I got open spot two and I got two homebrew, uh, raspberry Pi three hot spots that I've built. And, uh, yeah, that's probably the, you know, you're going to use the best audio on your toolbox. So uh, I, I probably won't mess with the clear note unless I'm out in California and now clear notes all I've got. I need to get on a DMR, uh, talk group. Then, then we'll do something like that. But, uh, I like, uh, I like, the uh, all-star sound i really do I've, I've probably talked on dmr two times in the last three months so there you go and when when everybody started going to all-star i started saying you know it's quiet it's really i can't hardly understand why everybody's so excited about uh clear nodes and and shari nodes i was on dmr and like you said it, it it's different when it translates over from from analog to digital so i'm sure like you said when you translate the other way it that you lose there's some loss in translation so i and i kept when i, I couldn't believe it when i changed over to all-star how good it was i saw i i started telling russ i said russ you, this stuff is so clear oh it's clear anyway <laughs> so now he's got a shari note and uh yes morning he told me uh 
you're right. Listen to Enoch and uh, understanding everything, how clear he was, it's just, it's just, that's well, worth it. <laughs> Enoch is a great example. And, and, and hey, Enoch, shout out to you, but, and, and not trying to pick on you here, but Enoch has a very unique tone to his voice that whenever he comes across a digital mode, he sounds like an auto-tuned robot. Like you notice that he'll talk like this and then occasionally it sounds like this and then eventually goes back to this tone. It's like when the first time I heard him on all sorts, like, wow. So that's what he really sounds like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and I've had the fortune to be able to talk to Enoch on the phone. So I, I, I kind of got a hint that when he went all-star, uh, it, everybody was going to really, really enjoy talking to him, uh, and, and not that we didn't, but it's different. It's a different story when you talk to somebody on All Star. It's just so, that it's, it's a, you know different people hear different things, and for me, when I hear audio anomalies, try as I may, I get distracted by them, and it's hard now to focus on the the anomaly versus what's being said. So for me, I I, I take that with me. I just assume everybody else has the same issue. So I try my best to make sure that I, I'm putting out the best audio I can put out. So, you know, it's, it's very good to, to hear guys like that. Uh, a, a nice, clear all-star where you could focus in on, on their words and not audio anomalies. Exactly. Well, do you, are there any other quick and easy settings you think I might need to adjust? You know, there's a lot of stuff you can do with this node. You can have it speak to you a lot or a little. Some people like to turn on that auto sky weather thing, which is handy. Look, if you, if, if you don't have a weather radio available or you don't have a, a smartphone that can give you this information or a smart watch, then it might be a nice thing to have. You could have it tell you the weather. I think you control the interval of that. And of course, you can have it give you uh, severe weather warning. So, you know, it's all useful. But for me, uh, I found it annoying because remember, this is a, a simplex node. It's a one way conversation. Either it's transmitting or you're transmitting. They can't happen both at once. So if you have your node speaking a lot of things to you, inevitably, it's going to want to do it, especially if you're monitoring a, a, a busy conversation and you want to join into it inevitably it's going to grab whatever break it can to try to get that information in the time that you set it to do so so depending on how long the weather alert is uh, you may have to wait a while before you're going to get into a conversation or check into a net or something because your node's too busy <laughs> yeah. chattering away so I myself, I, I turned all that off. I think I, I have my telemetry, which telemetry is the thing that tells you what nodes you're connected to and have connected to what you're connected to. And you'll quickly find if you leave that uh, on fully that it's going to, again, be chattering a lot, especially if you're monitoring something busy like blind hams or the East Coast Reflector or the wind system or something like that. That's always got people going in and out of there. So it makes it very difficult to jump in on something when your node's too busy chattering all the time. So I set mine to minimum. So basically when I, when I connect to something, I think within like the first minute, it's going to read me all that stuff, but then it's going to stop talking after that. So it's a personal preference thing. You can have it talk as much or as little. It should serve your needs. But for me, I got the thing to talk and to be involved in ham radio i have other devices that give me the weather and all that other stuff right right that makes sense uh where is the uh verbosity level uh i need to save this right here i'm sure now doesn't it if you made a change then yes you will need to save that we'll check save audio sys operation so i think where you're going to want to go to is all-star node setup to find some of this other stuff 
all-star note set up. Yeah. So you want to go back to your main screen and well, clear, when I did, I hit that save. I said, send the info. Oh yeah. The then number is gone. It's rebooting. I guess it's rebooting. Yeah. Every time you do a major change like that, it's going to reboot your node. That's normal. So, uh, expect okay. that. Yeah. My node says empty list. Now it's back. Yeah. So you want to okay. open that list again and then you want to go toward those things on the bottom of the screen and find the all star note setup. Yeah. It is here and you can. It, there's a telemetry section. You can have it speak your IP address when it boots up. And some All-Star people find that. Is that yeah. All-Stars? Okay. All-Star set up. Okay. I just want to check it. So All-Star yeah. identity, no number, password, IAXRPT password. I got to set that. I want That's going to be in the next podcast. I hope you yeah. can set yeah. IAXRPT. I, I, I love IAXRPT, and, uh, and I learned a few things by going through the setup process and there are some JAWS scripts. So tune in for that information. If you're, if you're a JAWS user and you tried to use IAXRPT and have a little bit of a hard time, uh, one of our users, Frank KM6GAA was nice enough to write a simple JAWS script that when you install it, uh, it just has JAWS put focus on the screen where it's supposed to and makes it much easier to use that app. So I'm looking forward to doing that episode. Oh, great. It's great. So what am I looking for? In so you want to look for the telemetry section, I think. Report stats, auto connect. Come on down. You're getting there. You're getting there. Telemetry. Double tap yeah, telemetry. So, no, no, no. It's a key, oh. so that's the heading. So keep swiping past that and you'll hear all these different choices. Say IP at dupe. <laughs> yeah. So some people find that handy because. Uh, Enable courtesy tones. What's that? Yes. That's where. When you, when, when the thing you're listening to unkeys you, by default, you hear like this bump. Oh, okay. Some people like those, some people don't. So that's where you control it. Also, when you key your radio and it, it your transmission was successfully uh, tra- sent through the network, you'll hear a different tone. It's like a beep boop. Yeah. Is that enable link unkey tone? Is that what that is? I believe so. Oh, okay. I'm going to enable, enable courtesy tone. Oh, yes. Yeah, you want courtesy tone enabled in that link tone, uh, unkey tone. Well, hold on. Select it. Okay. Yeah. And then the next thing refers to duplex, which I don't know why that's in there because uh, this is a simplex device, but maybe someday he's going to make an, a uh, clear note that supports duplex, which I'd, I'll definitely buy if he does that because I'd love to. Yeah, have I see that. Enable. Yeah. That, do you think that needs to be enabled if you got IAM? No, no, no. 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 I wouldn't even touch that. Leave that alone. Okay. So, so voice telemetry. Voice telemetry. There you go. So you have several choices. You can have it off completely. It's on. It's just, on it's completely, on. which means that every time somebody uh, connects so limited, or disconnects, that's what it's set. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you limited is kind of like the best of both worlds, if you will, because some people just want to know this stuff right when they go into a node, who's there, or what's connecting, right. or what's yeah. your. So you want that, but yep. after about a minute, it stops doing that. Right. Okay. And then there's telemetry volume, so you can control how loud. Yeah, I want voice telemetry. telemetry. Uh, no, okay, no, the, no. You know my call sign. It it, it identifies with my with CW. My Shari right. identifies with voice. Where's that turned on, or is it? Uh, it is turned on. I don't know that you can turn that off in these clear nodes via oh, the okay. app anyway. Right. There, of course, are ways to SSH in there and do that. But <laughs> that's a whole different yeah, I don't thing. Wanna, that I don't even I want to learn about, but <laughs> but but I don't think that via the app you can turn that off because 
I believe, I guess technically to be legal, you're supposed to, if you're, if you have a transmitter going, it's supposed to identify itself every 10 minutes. Okay. I got weather options. (laughs) There you go. What's zip for weather? Zip code. Oh, that's where you put in your local zip code and that's how it's going to give you all your local weather information. Okay. Or any other zip codes, weather information that you want. Enable auto scale. At boot, which means that that's, uh, that means that uh, it went right when it boots up, it, it enables that auto sky and connects and gives you all, you know, weather alerts and things like that if there are any. Okay. I'll play with that later now that I know where it's at. So you play auto sky every MS. <laughs> yeah. So you, you can you can get in there and make it. The, this is what you were talking about. If you want a weather reports in a certain interval, the, that's where you would go to set that. Well, anything else down through here that you can think of that? Anybody on the listen might be curious about. No, I think right off the bat. Oh, one very important thing. Uh, become familiar with either using the disconnect function in your app or the numbers star seven because yes. there are two. You, you can actually control your node via touch zones. You don't always have to use the app. It's very convenient and easy to use the app. And the, the, the advantage is you don't have to wait for a break in a conversation to then get, hit your touch zones and, and hope that you get through before somebody else transmits. Or maybe you don't want to interrupt somebody's QSO, which uh, sometimes it is a little annoying. You're trying to have a conversation or you're trying to run a net and inevitably somebody wants to control their all-star node. <laughs> and I mean, if, if you have no other way, then you have no other way. But I think if you have an app, uh, I think out of courtesy, it's best to try to use your app because you can do all this stuff via the app and you don't have to disrupt uh, somebody's conversation or not. But star seven, six is your friend. Anytime you're going to leave the node that you are on and go to another node, you always want to star seven, six disconnect from the one that you're on because some people don't realize that uh, the way all star works, they're connected to the last one and then you pile them up. That little box is a bridge. Think of it, if if those of you who use landline phones, remember three-way calling? It's that same kind of thing. It's like, it's like instead of putting the receiver down, you instead click the switch hook or hit the flash button momentarily. And now you get another dial tone and effectively you're, you're making another call. And then when the call is made, the, the two are bridged together automatically. So that could be very problematic if you are, say, listening to blind hams and decide, yeah, let me go to the East Coast reflector. Or let me go to the wind system or the Alaska net or something. Uh, if you do that, you're going to bridge two very busy systems together and it's going to cause all kinds of havoc. It happens a lot with the new users to All Star. Yes, uh, it, it, it yeah, it's happened to uh, Blind Hams several times. We wonder why we're here in the Kawabunga net, and what is the Kawabunga net? <laughs> yeah. It's just basically somebody just forgot to disconnect. Yeah, absolutely. So you, you always want to star seven six after b- before going to another node. Some people on their GD seventy sevens use the DTMF memories and what they'll do is bob uh, talked about this before where he he puts a star seven six uh followed by a star yes. three and yep. then the node number he wants to connect to so he he does great. that all as an automated thing so that's yep. one way to do it but yep. if you're doing it manually always remember star, star seven six is your friend or in the <laughs> app you know, you put focus on where it says the node that you're connected to. And if you're on the iPhone, by flicking up or down, you'll hear options, one of which is disconnect. And you double tap 
and then you want to check and make sure it says you know disconnected and that it shows your node now is idle on android it's a little different so make note here for android users to to do this the way that you do it on android is you put focus on the um on the node number that you're connected to, just like you did on iOS. But instead of flicking up or down, what you're going to do is you're going to double tap and hold the screen momentarily and, and you'll feel a tap or maybe hear a, a sound and a menu will pop up and one of the options is to disconnect. So then you uh, focus on disconnect, you then double tap it. And again, you make sure it says your node is idle before you go connecting to something else. They also have a favorites list on this app, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't used it because I, I did Bob's ad, uh, advice and I created a, a set of DTMF and my GD77 code plug so I can uh, hit the pound or the SK2 and the pound button on the GD77. I can go up and down through my favorites, basically. My node favorites were GD, you know, the uh, Blind Hams is one and then I've got local repeater knoxville's one well, east close reflector i got you know all the big popular ones i've got seven or eight yeah so then when i do that then i hit the enter button or the green key as some people call it it automatically disconnects with the star 76 and then hits star three which means connect to the node of your choice and uh so i haven't even used my app for that but uh i'm glad to know that i can disconnect from the uh from the app without disturbing anybody i guess they wouldn't even know about it right right the, the only the you know? only people who the only people who will hear are people who have their telemetry fully on they, they'll hear something oh but it's still that's but it's not as disruptive as these touch tones because you know you hear it, it you know and yeah. sometimes it takes a few times to, to get that to work right and meanwhile two people are trying to have a conversation or somebody's trying to run a net and in some cases the way some bridges like blind hams work it'll knock a dmr signal right off or prevent it from being heard because it seems that the uh the all-star kind of uh, talks over everything else so you just if you whenever possible i say if you have the app use the app, use the app. for disconnecting or doing this kind of stuff because it's just le- less disruptive to the people who are actually using the system good tip good tip well, any uh, you got any other uh, tips or tricks for the ClearNode user, the new ClearNode user? That's what I'm going to name this, tips and tricks for the new ClearNode user. Yeah, perfect. Uh, I can't think of anything offhand. Just, you know, have fun with it. Uh, you know, uh, enjoy it. Don't be afraid of it. And remember that Star 7-6 is your friend. That's that's one of the most important things I can impart. Yeah, that, that is. That's a good that's a good advice right there. Well, uh I am going to make an announcement. Um, I want to be taking a few weeks off. And if you notice, it's been about three weeks since our last podcast. Uh, I want to try to take off a few weeks. My wife and I are designing and going to be building our own house. So uh, believe it or not, that takes up more time than you realize. So uh, if I could beg Julian, if he has any ideas or would like to do a a podcast, we're going to let Julian and Angelo thank Angelo for engineering our show. it's very simple. Uh, if Julian, if you'd like to take one or two, and uh, Angelo will set it up and record it, then I'll do the uploads for the for the podcast and YouTube. And all you basically have to do is like you're doing now, just show up and uh, have a good topic, and maybe have a guest or two. Yeah, what the heck? It'll be fun. All right, sounds good. Now I want to give a little channel update. Uh, I was curious about how we are doing as far as the channel, the YouTube, and the podcast, and I looked, and we are at. 
And now this is a low number for YouTube channels, but for us, I think it's amazing. We're at 120 subscribers and we're at, uh, let's see, what, what, no, it's 120 subscribers for the podcast. We're at 201 subscribers for the YouTube channel. And I think that's pretty good for, for a little blind, uh, radio channel, amateur radio channel. Here's the key, the, the get, the one that kind of get us. YouTube has had 10,500 views of our of our uh, shows that's a lot i don't know how we did that but ten thousand five hundred and uh i can't remember how many views the uh podcast has had or, or listens but it's it's uh up in the four thousand range so thank you guys so much for listening to our nonsense hopefully you'll get something out of it and with julian and bob and all our other co-hosts and angelo's help uh, hopefully we can provide content that'll make it interesting to make you want to keep listening so uh i'll say seven three everybody and uh good hamming i'll talk to you later got that angelo and he's